Kelly Lindsay here. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I am your business mindset success coach, and I'm so excited to be sharing this with you. So I just went live in my private, small, little, beautiful group of lovely ladies um, and a couple of gentlemen, of course. Got to be balanced. And um, <clears throat> we were talking about imposter syndrome. Every Wednesday we have a live Q&A session where anybody can come in, ask questions about their business, about their life, about their mentality, their mindset, and how to break down the barriers that are preventing them from getting through to their desired success and actually having it become a reality in their life. we got to get rid of all that junk, right? So imposter syndrome, well, that's a glorious one that came up. And so I shared a little bit of story of how I work through imposter syndrome. And so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about it. So if you find that you're having a little bit of trouble with this and it's really preventing you from breaking through and getting to your desired successes and actually having them come to fruition in your life, send me a message because I've got a few spots left for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program and we'll see if you're a good fit and we'll break down this whole imposter syndrome hullabaloo, right? That is such a great word, hullabaloo. Please use the word today once just for me, say hullabaloo for something. <laughs> okay, so what is imposter syndrome? So it's the whole idea of like, I'm a fraud and everybody's going to find out. And I really feel like that happens for so many of us, especially when we're, we have to be, if we're in the online space, we're content creators, right? And even if you're not in the online space, when you, you know, have a brick and mortar business, sometimes you might even have this issue as well. And the thing is, is that if you don't have a little bit of this, complex of imposter syndrome, um, that's not normal. So it's normal to have a little bit of imposter syndrome. It's totally okay to have a little bit of imposter syndrome. And some of the greats, especially great actresses and stuff, um, and, and oh, Neil Gaiman. I have a great quote from him I'll read to you later, but he's got a little bit of imposter syndrome too. And so the thing is, is it makes a lot of sense because like, there are people out there who are swindling you and like selling snake oil and all that fun stuff. And so we don't want to, you know, we don't want to lump ourselves in that category because we're judgmental, right, towards um, ourselves. And so it's easy to be judgmental towards other people and think, oh my goodness, I don't want them to think that of me. I don't want them to think that I'm an imposter and I'm lying and I'm a snake oil salesman when I'm trying to serve and I'm trying to give goodwill and I'm trying to change, you know, the world in, in the, in, in the space in which I want to be of service in. Right. And so I implore you to be okay with the fact that you might have a little bit of imposter syndrome and realize one of the most profound ways that I've discovered to get out of imposter syndrome is taking action. Taking action is huge. You know, taking action actually gets rid of most problems. Let's just be honest, right? Can you agree with that? I can agree with that. Taking action gets rid of most problems and challenges that are created within the um, um, space of our brain. And it tends to be a little bit, um, how do you say, smoke and mirrors and illusionary, all the stories and delicious lies that we tell ourselves that are not even true. This is so crazy. We create all these stories and 
and situations and ideas and things that prevent us from experiencing our success, which are lies. We lie to ourselves all the time. And the reason why I'm laughing about this is because it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, but it can be changed within a second once we wake up to it and realize we are not the thoughts that we think. We're not the thoughts that we think. Thoughts just like 60,000 thoughts a day. Who is controlling the switch and pressing the button 60,000 times a day to be eliciting thoughts into your brain constantly and giving you a nervous condition? Like seriously, 60,000 thoughts a day? We are some pretty freaking awesome people. If we, <laughs> the beings, creatures, if we are thinking 60,000 thoughts a day and not developing a nervous twitch, for real. So, Instead of having those 60,000 thoughts a day working against us, why can't we have be focusing on fine-tuning our thoughts and shifting them into active thoughts that create benefit for us or move us into the direction that we want to be in as opposed to debilitating us or keeping us victim-y? Victim-y. Yuck. Don't want to be a victim, right? So how can, how can we use these 60,000 thoughts a day to, to compel us and push us in the right direction? Well, we have to listen to them, first of all. And all the thoughts that we think that we don't like and all the emotions that we feel as a result of the nasty thoughts that we think, we got to feel them. Feel them all. Welcome all the thoughts. Welcome all the feelings that are elicited by the thoughts. So let's say you have flexed the muscle of fear of frustration, of stress, of overwhelm, of not feeling worthy. And you think these thoughts a lot, a lot, a lot. You, you have the, sorry, you have the feelings a lot and you amplify the feelings which bring on more thought, which keep you really stuck, right? So how do we get rid of them? Well, pushing them aside doesn't work. Running from them <laughs> Doesn't work because they're in your brain. You can't run from those thoughts, right? Feelings and thoughts. Um, feelings and thoughts are kind of two different things. Um, same, same, but different. You know what I mean? So how do you how do you get rid of these things? You dive into them because your thoughts are not going to physically hurt you, right? You take action based on the thoughts and feelings that could hurt you. So, for example, you if you don't like the thoughts and feelings that you have, you might have gotten into a habit where you there's the focus, sorry, where you numb yourself, where you go and do things that distract yourself. And Netflixing and chill, I think, is a wonderful thing to do. But if you start craving it and it creates anxiety and you feel like you got to do it, that's when it becomes a problem. You know, going to stimulant substances like over-consuming coffee, you know, drugs and alcohol and smoking and all those fun things that dull the senses, that dull the feelings so that we feel like we can move on in our lives and manage the day. But then what ends up happening is we're living in survival all the time. And survival is a state that is completely consuming and completely exhausting. And we want to stay out of that. So we want to stay out of that. Okay. So dive into the feelings and welcome the feelings. Say, oh, I've noticed that I'm starting to feel stressed. Okay, sit back, stress, come on, stress, do your worst. Feel it in your body, just let it 
let it come up. And the thing is, is when you choose to focus on the stress and amplify the stress or amplify the negative feeling, it dwindles. Isn't that amazing? So we spend all this time trying to push away all these feelings that don't serve us when if we dove into them, they actually start disintegrating right before our very mind. Okay? Brilliant. Brilliant. All right? So I encourage you, dive in and take action, whether you want to or not. Tony Robbins talks about changing your physical state and how to do that, how to change your state with, um, you know, you're feeling kind of poopy. How do you change your state? Well, I recommend that you dive into the poop. You dive into the yucky emotions and sensations and feelings so that they can disintegrate and they don't have as much merit and you're not actually flexing the muscle of them having um, an advantage over you or taking advantage over you. And then Tony talks about changing your state, which is changing your focus, what you're focusing on, what you're thinking about, and your physiology. So you literally all you have to do is stand up and walk around, take a few deep breaths, and you can change your state very instantly. All right? So if you're having problems with this, this is a lot. Oh, my God. I, I, don't, know how many, I don't know how many years it took me to be able to get to this place, and I'm, it's still a work in progress. But if you're really, really struggling with how you're feeling about yourself, and you're really just like, I just want to be confident and get out there because I know I have such a huge message to spread to the masses, then send me a message and let's see if we can work together for a good fit because I want to help you be more of you and spread your message to the masses because I believe in each and every one of you. And I know you're put here on this beautiful and amazing planet to do amazing, amazing and wonderful things, right? We are... Ooh, unlimited creatures. And so why aren't we here with a brilliant miss mission? And if you're disconnected from that mission, you don't feel very happy. You're, you know, you're, you're stuck in negative emotions. You're stuck in why me? You blame a lot of people. You judge a lot of people. You criticize yourself. You criticize people because you're not connected to what you're meant to be doing in this life. So I'll help wash that all away and fix it. But I want to share with you a couple of quotes by some amazing people who suffer with imposter syndrome. Michelle Pfeiffer, oh my goodness, okay, oh my goodness. She says, I still think people will find out that I'm not very talented. I'm really not very good. It's all been a big sham. Michelle Pfeiffer, that is a quote from her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you think you have <laughs> imposter syndrome? Michelle's not, Michelle, Michelle, you are not allowed to have imposter syndrome. You are brilliant, right? Kate Winslet says, sometimes I wake up in the morning before going off to a shoot and think, I can't do this. I'm a fraud. Kate Winslet. Moving on. Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, my friends, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. What? Come on, Maya Angelou. Seriously. So, yeah, tons of people. Last one, Neil Gaiman. Oh, my gosh, he is a brilliant writer, brilliant writer. He says, the first problem of any kind of even limited success is the unshakable conviction that you are getting away with something and that any moment now they will discover you. 
It's imposter syndrome, something my wife Amanda christened the fraud police. <laughs> Crazy. Yes. Anywho, I believe in you with all my heart. Now I want you, and now, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for watching 12 minutes of your attention. I am so humbled because, you know, studies show that nowadays we only have the attention of a goldfish and that's about seven to nine seconds. So I'm super, super grateful that you've taken 12 minutes and 17 seconds out of your day to watch me. And I really hope that this was something that served you well, that inspired you. And if it did, why not share it with others? Why not pass it down the line and hopefully inspire someone that you know might need this message today? So I love you. I believe in you. Now go do amazing things. Take care. Bye.